Welcome to Sutton Cofield United Reformed Church's midweek podcast. Due to the second lockdown in England, uh, there has been no midweek service for the past few weeks. But the 9th of December saw the first face-to-face service back uh, midweek at Sutton Cofield United Reformed Church. And here is the reading and the sermon uh, from that service. Our reading this morning comes from the prophet Joel, chapter 2, verses 12 to 13, and then verse uh, 28 to 29. But even now, says the Lord, I repent sincerely and return to me with fasting and weeping and mourning. Let your broken heart show your sorrow. Tearing your clothes is not enough. Come back to the Lord your God. He is kind and full of mercy. He is patient and keeps his promise. He is always ready to forgive and not punish. Afterward, I will pour out my spirit on everyone. Your sons and daughters will proclaim my message. Your old people will have dreams and your young people will see visions. At that time, I will pour out my spirit, even on the servants, both men and women. Amen. And may God add his blessing to this reading of his holy word. The prophet Joel is an interesting character. And one of the prophets that we probably think about more this time of year, it is um, that reading is uh, quite often used as part of Christmas texts uh, in the uh, run-up to carol services and such like. But it always reminds me of uh, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his great speech about, I had a dream. I think he was inspired by Joel a great deal in what he was doing and and what he was uh, proclaiming. Joel is a prophet with hope who encourages the people not just to listen to God's words and indeed God's hopes, but to join the hoping and the dreaming to be the hope, to be the dream. There's two ways of responding to prophecy. One is to listen and to believe and to wait for the words to be fulfilled. In this way, the words concern the future. And as we are not yet there, we have to wait in hope and we have to wait in faith. And we have to wait uh, to believe into that future. Indeed, we keep the dream alive for others who are coming after us. And that's a good thing to do. It is the heritage of prophecy. So the dream is the story that is passed from one generation to the next. It is laudable and necessary to keep those dreams alive. It is faithful. It is honest to do so. But yet there's another way of responding to prophecy. That is to become the dream. To become the dream itself. Joel is the kind of prophet who says... Go dream. Go be the dreamer 
and in dreaming things will happen. Keep the dream alive, not by passing it on, but by living it and changing the era in which you live by doing so. It is as if Joel is saying, here's what will happen if you change as God wants you to do. You, young and old, will dream. Your men and women will dream. And in dreaming and longing and being the Martin Luther Kings of the world, the era changes. Not quite Joel's words, but his intent. Martin Luther King Jr. indeed was the Joel kind of prophet that believed dreams made a difference. They reshaped how you saw the landscape. And when you reshape the landscape, it feels like a different world. And then you live as if, it, if that different world and by that living, that way the world changes. The question the text presents to us today is who are our dreamers? Who are our visionaries? Who are the possibility merchants for us today? The truth seems to be that at the moment, perhaps there is no big idea in the church, in the world. We just want to get through what we're going through. We just want to get to the other end of this pandemic and, the, and what we are about. Do we really have a dream for what comes next? what the world should look like? And can we live that dream out? To dream, you need to have faith. You need to dare to believe something can change and evolve and be different rather than living the same old, same old. Joel is asking the people to have faith to become the shaping of that future. You begin with dreams and visions. But the kingdom of God does not need everyone to have a dream. It just needs one person. Community development, of which the prophet Joel is an advocate, begins with someone and a small group of people who see a possibility and dare to believe it can happen. If you look at how ideas take root, the big things happen it only takes a very small percentage of people to have a dream. It is something like 3% of a community. That's all it takes. Then about 10% of others who will hear it are likely to join the dream and start talking about it, which then leads to a third of the rest of the community adopting and trusting what is happening. After a short while, another third will join up once they have seen it uh, beginning to work. Then you've got almost 90% of people who have caught the vision. And it started with just three or four people having a dream. This is the prophecy of change. Become the dream. Be the dream. How does that speak into the dream of God in incarnation and advent? One man, 
born in Bethlehem. Came not just to dream, but to give us a vision of a future, of what God's kingdom could be like here and now. He gathered a small number of people together, 12 to be precise, and showed them and taught them the dream and the vision and how to live it out. And after his death, and after his resurrection and his ascension, those who he had taught went out and shared the dream and the vision and the way of life with others and began living it out in their communities. And thus the church was born, not just in one place, but in many places, and began to grow and touch the lives of so many others. That dream is still alive today. It's still alive for us. And in this time when we have had to change so much of what we do and how we do, we need that dream to come alive and be part of who we are today. So as the world begins to be rebuilt, we can truly be building the kingdom of God living out the dream that God wants for us, touching the lives of so many. I've seen that dream working in so many places. Let it work for us as we make it work for us, as we live it in our lives. The dream of a kingdom where there's hope, where there's peace, where there's patience, where there's faith, where there's joy, where all people are seen as being made and in the image of God, loved by God, cared for by God, and therefore must be loved and cared for by everyone else. It's not a hopeless idea. It is the kingdom that God wants us to live out and I've seen it lived out in so many people. Let us be determined that as the world comes out of this COVID pandemic, that is the world we want to live and build around us, in our communities, in this community of gathers here, but in the community also where we live. As we spread that idea, God will do wonderful things and the change will be seen by all. Amen.